Hey, this is Matt from The Man Cave. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for April the 23rd. I'm gonna throw the number one. All right, you ready? You ready? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, baby, that's what I'm talking about. Look at, look at, getting it on, getting it done in the park with the rocks and with the Lord and with the angels witnessing it. Hey, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. And I love you. Did you guys know that? Look at, look at, did you know that Tracy and I are praying for you all the time? And we are so appreciative of you watching the videos, posting the thumbs up, the thumbs down. I don't mind the thumbs down. Sometimes it doesn't agree. Listen, listen, listen. I've always subscribed to this philosophy. Eat the fish, throw out the bones, okay? You're not gonna agree with everything I say, okay? Guys, guys, did I tell you this? Look at me very carefully. I'm not fooling around. I love you. <laughs> hey, listen, I am so appreciative of you watching the videos, okay? Guys, when you can post, post. The other day, at the very end of the video, I did a moo impression. I went like this. And I said, hey, I don't care if you like the video, but if you like my moo impression, give me a thumbs up. Here's the thing. Uh, there's almost 100 views on that, and I only got 15 thumbs up. I want to say thank you to the people that gave me the thumbs up. But look, at that's the best cow impression you're ever going to hear. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, thanks one more time. You're like, Matt, how many times are you going to say thank you? Guys, guys, I am just in a very generous mood. And I want you to know I love you and I appreciate you. I don't want you sitting in some third world country or in Manhattan somewhere or in Texas somewhere and thinking Matt doesn't love me. I love you. Okay. And look, I am so appreciative of my Patreon partners for supporting this ministry. I said all that to say this. God loves you. I love you. Okay. Hey, today we're going to be in John's writing. We're in chapter 15, verse 16, or is it 16, verse 15? I better look. Oh, Matt's getting modern on us. We're going to be in chapter 15, verse 16. It reads like this. It says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Oh, friends, when you understand, okay, that verse, that little verse in the middle of a verse, how comforting it is, okay, and how it grounds you, you're never the same. When you get the concept, the understanding, okay, understand the theology behind that statement, I, I tell you what, you are standing on a bedrock, okay, a foundation that cannot be chiseled, it can't be chipped away, okay, it is solid, okay, and it's deep, and it's wide, and it's thick, okay, nothing can move you, okay, because God chose you, you didn't chose him. We're gonna go, we're gonna get, we're gonna get there, we're gonna, I know, you're like, Matt, go on, go on, I want to hear it. Well, we got to read the rest of the verse first, okay? Look, look, look. So it says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth much fruit. Well, how do I do that? Look, look, look. Do you guys have fruit trees in your yard? Do you know what? I, 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 look, look, look. Do you have fruit trees? Okay. What in, when it's just starting to get spring, I, I have a suggestion. What if you go out to the tree and start yelling at it? I want you to produce fruit right now and start kicking the tree. And if you have a baseball bat, okay, start hitting the tree as hard as you can and yelling and screaming at it. Tell it, hurry up with the fruit, okay? Here I am in spring and I don't have any apples or oranges or pears. You know what I'm saying? Or go to that, okay, look, at go to the raspberry bush and start just whacking the crap out of it. Just beat that out. Here's the thing. I honestly believe that you will scream and yell at that bush and just have a temper tantrum and throw rocks at it and just be you. I mean, not be you, but be you when you're not acting like a saved Christian. Can I say that? Yeah, because some of us act foolish when we're not supposed to. Look at, look at, look at. How much is that going to work? It's not, you're like, Matt. Yeah, Matt, I would like to tell you this. You know, I've only read my Bible all my life. That will not work. <laughs> you're right. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Theologian. That is not going to work, is it? Okay, but God is saying this, that you are to go forth and bring much fruit. Well, how do I do that? 
I can't do that. And we've gone over this in and of myself. There is no way that Matt can live out the Christian life, act like a Christian all the time, be kind, be courteous, be a, a, an ambassador of mercy and grace, do the right thing every single time, okay? Can't do it. Don't want to even sign up on that sheet, okay? Look at, look at, look at. You with me? Are you with me? So God's asking us to do something that we just can't do. Do you know you can't save yourself? I mean, honestly, there's some of you, okay, have such a heart for God, and you are trying, okay, to argue someone into the kingdom of heaven, which will never work. You cannot argue someone into the kingdom of heaven. What can you do? What you can do is allow God to do what only he can do. God chose that person. He chose you. Everyone that's going to make it to heaven, everyone that's going to get saved, okay, everyone that's going to walk through the pearly gates was chosen by Almighty God to respond to the gift of Jesus Christ. Hey guys, did I ever tell you uh, how good I was at kickball? You're like, Matt, don't, please don't do it. Please don't do it. P please, 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 please. Look at, look at, I just want to tell you a story. I'm going to tie it in. Okay. Look at, look at, look at back in the sixth grade, seventh grade. <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds prideful. And, uh, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. Okay. So here's how it is. The coach, okay. The coach would, uh, he'd pick out two girls in the classroom and they were going to be the team leaders. Okay. They're the captains. You know what I'm saying? Are you going back in time with me? Okay. And it was always his favorites. And normally, normally he picked out the two prettiest girls in the classroom. Okay. Okay? And here's the thing, there they are, and I'm looking at one, not two, because one stands out above them all. Uh, yeah, 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 smoking hot, you know, especially in sixth and seventh grade. You know what I'm saying? I was in love, puppy love. Uh, some of you don't know what puppy love is, but some of you do, okay? So, hey, look, uh, I'm going somewhere, I'm going somewhere. See, so here you got Beth, which is the hottest of hots, okay? And you have some other girl. And look, look, I hate to say that, okay? Because God loves us all. I don't even remember her name, but she was good looking, okay? But not like Beth, okay? Then the coach pulls out the official quarter, okay, to decide who's going to pick first. <laughs> Heads or tails, Beth. Beth just kind of wets her lips. Tails. Boom. Bingo. That's the sovereignty of God, baby. Okay? Because look at, look at, look at. Now watch this. So Beth gets to choose first. Okay? She gets to choose. Watch. How important is it that she chooses the best guy? And you're like, or the best girl. It's very important. And what do you think all the other classmates and everyone that's listening to Beth, okay, she has the sovereign choice to pick out whoever she wants on her team. The next words that proceed out of her mouth have weight to them, okay? They are going to be highly respected and honored. You're like, Matt, this is just seventh grade kickball. I know, but I'm playing it up because you know who she picked. Look at, look at, and then Beth says, I want Matt. <laughs> yeah, baby. What? What? I did. I did. What? Someone say something? Oh, Beth picked me. Okay. Look at. Look at. Look at. Look at. Look at. Why? Is it because I was so good looking? Well, I was good looking in seventh grade. I had a full head of hair. But that's not why she picked me. Was it because Beth was in love with me? No, I was in love with Beth. Beth could care less about me. Why did she pick me? Okay. Because I could kick that ball. Okay. Look at. Look at. Look at. Uh, that's not my point. Okay. Look at. Look, like, look, Matt. Me... Matt. What's the point? The point is this. Do you know how special I felt? I mean, here's the thing. I was picked. I was chosen by the hottest girl in seventh grade. Do you, do you know how that made me feel? I felt loved. I mean, I just, I felt accepted. I felt wanted. I felt needed. And you're like, needed? Why? They needed me because I, nobody kicked the, the dodgeball like I did. Look at, I just got to throw this out there and I'll, I'll repent for pride later. I could kick it not only over the playground fence, but over the schoolyard fence. Whenever I got up, everybody on base, okay, they're running the bases. So they always put me third in case the first two people struck out. At least we had one run. I could kick that dodgeball. 
but that's okay. Forgive me, Lord, for pride. Okay, I was just really good at dodgeball. And okay, they always pick me first. Okay, and I, I know, I know, it sounds prideful, and it is, it is. But you know what I'm saying? Back then, that's where I was. I'm not there now. I can't kick the ball like I used to. Well, I might be able to, but look, look, I'm going somewhere. How did I feel? Golly, I, I felt wonderful. I, I mean, I felt great. Okay, I felt loved. Friends, do you know? You've been chosen by God. Listen very carefully. The God of the universe, the God who created everything has chosen you, okay? You belong to him. How does that make you feel? When you think about it, when you understand it, when you contemplate it, when you start reasoning with it, it should make you feel like I did in seventh grade. You should feel so special, so honored, so set aside, set apart, okay, for his glory, okay? So much so that he says, listen, you're going to produce fruit for me, and I'm going to live in and through you, and that's the only way you can do it. Oh, who's living inside me? God himself, the spirit of the living God. I've been chosen by almighty God for his glory, for his kingdom. Friends, friends, watch this very carefully. You've been chosen by a king. Can you imagine you got a knock on the door and you actually like the president? I don't know where you are, okay? And you like the president and it was him standing there and he wanted to come in and talk to you. You'd feel very special, okay? You don't have to agree with him, just his position alone. You'd feel honored. You know what I'm saying? God has chosen you. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Savior, okay, of the world has come into your life and he's chosen you. He has shined light through his Holy Spirit. You responded to the light. You responded to the word that was spoken. You responded to him, okay? As a result, you reacted to what he did and you maybe prayed a prayer, okay? Repented. I don't know how you got saved, but you got saved. Clearly stating, you didn't choose me. You didn't pick me. I chose you before you ever thought about looking my direction. That's what God's saying. You know what I'm saying? The Bible actually says in Isaiah and Romans, we were going a million miles the opposite direction of God and we were serving the God of this world and we were what? Serving ourselves. That's what we wanted to do. Okay? But God chose us. Okay? And then we responded to his choice. Paul the Apostle, watch this very carefully. Paul the Apostle in Ephesians chapter 1, starting in verse 3, says something very similar because a lot of people, they have a problem with this. They want to feel that they chose God. You see what I'm saying? Look at, look at what dead man can ever choose something of life, okay? You're likened unto a person that's six feet under in the ground, okay, dead. That's, that's how you are. You're dead in your sins and trespasses, okay? So you're never going to be able to choose God, choose light, choose life, okay? Up until he does a work on the inside of you. God had to do a work first, then you responded. But you weren't aware that he was working on the inside of you. You weren't aware that he was working behind the scenes, in the background, okay? Drawing you close to him, okay? It's all about him. It's about his glory, his mercy, his grace. And he's showing his love to you because if you're saved today, it's because of him. But Paul says this, okay, in verse Verse 3, Ephesians chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according, listen to this, according as he hath chosen us in himself before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him. God's saying, before any of this existed, you see, where, where, Matt, 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 where are you? I'm at the park. Before the park existed, before America was established, before the earth, okay? In eternity past, God says this, not only did I know you, but I chose you.
Guys, you want to hear something really funny? And you're like, yeah, man, man tell me, tell me something funny. I, I'm having a, a rough day. Don't have a rough day. It's going to be a good day. Look at, look at, look. Here's what I think is funny. According to God's word, according to Paul, according to the Holy Spirit, speaking through Paul, God says this, before I even created the earth, I knew you. Okay? Watch this. So God, you're saying this. God, you're saying that you knew me and you went ahead in creating me <laughs> just like I am? That's crazy, God. Fist bump for you. Okay? Look at, look at. You like a challenge, don't you? Look at, look at, look at, look at. God says, I knew you, meaning the words there in the original language, meaning I knew you intimately. I knew you better than your wife knows you, or you know yourself, meaning I know all about you. I know every page of your life. I know what makes you run. I, what, I know what makes you happy, what brings you joy and contentment. I know all this stuff about you, okay? And I know all the flaws. I know all the sins that you've sinned against me before you ever did them. I know every, look at, look at, God's saying this, I know everything. And yet, he decided to create you knowing that you were going to sin against him, knowing he was going to have to send his only begotten son to die for you, to buy you back because of your sin debt against him. It's amazing, okay? You didn't choose God. God chose you. See, guys, 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 God's just totally awesome. I mean, I love him. I love him, okay? Okay, and, and why did God give me free will in the Garden of Eden? So I would choose to love him out of my free will. He could have made us robots. Okay, Lord, I will do... Guys, do you know like? Look at, look at, look at, do you remember this stuff? I'm aging myself. I made, look at, look at, look at, look, 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 look. Guys, God, God, God. I know, that was a great impression, huh? You're like, Matt, you could really dance. I, look at, look at, back to seventh grade, that's when I started. But let's not go there. Look at, look at, God, okay, in his mercy and grace and love, okay, decided despite me to create me, despite me to die for me, despite me to send his spirit to live in through me, okay, and to sanctify me and to do all these things I could never do in myself. The Bible text that we're using today in John 15, 16, okay, it says that he's going to send us forth to produce much fruit, okay? The fruit, okay, is the proof that you belong to God, okay? It's not works, okay? It's not works, okay? It's that which is abiding. Remember our illustration yelling at the tree and I'm beating the tree up? How, how well did that work? You, it doesn't work because you can't produce fruit in and of yourself. But when God lives on the inside of you, okay, he places the seed within you, okay, and that seed is cultivated. God is fertilizing it. God is watering it. God is shining light on it. God is teaching you, okay, molding you, sanding you, sifting you, okay. He's perfecting you, okay, into the image of Christ. Are you with me? He's doing all these things. So God brings about what? The transformation in your life, which, which is, is what? what? It's fruit, okay, which you can't produce, okay in your own self-will. No matter how much you yell at the tree to make oranges or earlier, I told you tree, make oranges. <laughs> you can't make oranges or apples or any other fruit, okay? It's God in his what? Perfect timing. In his what? In his sovereignty. In his what? In his providence, okay? According to his what? According to his will. He does all these things. You didn't choose me. I chose you. Hey guys, and listen, I'm gonna give you a freebie from my wife. She just gave it to me. Okay, look at, look at, look at. Why do some of you, look at, look at, look at. Look, are you married? Look at, are you married? Why isn't your wife in my wife's channel? Esther 414 Ministries, okay? She just did the most excellent, okay, devotional, because I filmed it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. And it's, it's called If My People, 
Okay, look at, look at, look at. You gotta go there. I'm gonna actually have her put a, a screenshot of it. Esther 414 Ministries. I'm just throwing a plug to her, okay? Get your wife or even you join her channel. She she teaches differently than me. I'm yelling a lot and she's very soft spoken, okay? And you might you might like the blend. If I beat you up too much one day, run over to her channel. She's gonna comfort you, okay? Look at look at. So back where I was saying. So guys, while I'm preaching, my wife stops because we have different clips and she says, Do you know why people uh they burn out? because they're trying to produce fruit and they can't. How many people do you know, oh, oh, in the church, okay, who are, they love the Lord, okay, they have the heart, look at, look at, they may not know everything, and they may not be doing everything correctly, but they have a heart for God, okay, and they're trying. They really want to serve God. I mean, they really want to bring glory to God, but they're going about it the wrong way. Okay, you want to bring glory to God? You're like Mary at the feet of Jesus. You're not Martha working in the kitchen, okay? You're not striving, you're resting, you're praising, okay? You're stopping, okay? You're allowing the tree to do what only God can make it do, grow. So guys, I say all that to say this, some of you are just totally burned out. I mean, you love God, you have a heart for God, but you can't do it, can you? I mean, look at, look at, the Christian life is absolutely impossible. It's the same as fulfilling the letter of the law, doing all of what God commanded. And you know what? I think it's funny that God would give us the law because the law was never meant to be fully obeyed. Oh, God wanted you to, okay, because that's the standard, okay, his standard, which is perfection. Don't compare yourself to someone else, okay? Compare yourself to God. God says, my standard is perfection. If you can obey the law, every bit of it and never make one mistake and never sin one time against me you're fine come on into heaven okay oh by the way you can't have a sin nature but you do okay but look at look at look at so the law was supposed to basically show me me I, I can't do it I mean the other night look at this the other night I felt the Lord was telling me to read Leviticus okay all of it you're like Matt that's the law of God yeah that's the law of God and I read it and it took about two and a half hours but watch this as I read it and I was like oh my goodness God is being so meticulously in just to the, you know what I'm saying? And here's the thing, if you didn't do this, you're dead. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't do this, you're dead, okay? And you had to do this or you're going to be what? Say it, say it, dead, okay? But look, as I read it, I realized what Leviticus is. It reflects God's holiness, God's purity, God's righteousness. That's what it's reflecting, okay? And here's the thing. I can't measure up to that standard, nor did anyone else in the Old Testament or New Testament, okay? Only Christ, okay? So now I take on Christ. It's His righteousness. It's His life. And we talk about this all the time. We're always talking about Christ is the vine and I am the branch, okay? Meaning I have to rest in Him or I can't produce anything, okay? And the reason I'm producing fruit, okay, is because of God, but it is the proof to a lost and dying world that I I am truly the chosen of Almighty God. Oh, yeah. And again, it's not works. Least any man shall boast. No one's ever going to go up to heaven. Listen, I'm going to say it a million times. No one's ever going to show up to heaven and say to God and tout off to God, look what I did. Look how I fed the children. Look how I did this. Look how I did this. Look how I did this. Our works are filthy rags to God unless he produces the fruit. See, if it's not God producing that out of you, which is natural to the born again believer. Okay, why? Because you've been chosen. And sometimes when I'm hiking with Tracy, we'll come across the stream in the middle of nowhere like where is this it's huge okay is that stream fighting is the water fighting to get down the stream 
or is it natural? It's going around the rocks, it's going through the wood, it's going up, it's going down. Here's the thing, it's natural. That's the Christian life. It comes natural when you're following the leading of the Holy Spirit. You naturally produce fruit. It's not striving. It's not you getting burned out for Jesus. How many times have I heard that? I'm going to burn out for Jesus. Well, that's great. That's not scriptural though, okay? Look, that's about the stupidest thing because it's your flesh. Look, everything that you're doing is in your will, your flesh, your might, your strength. You give no glory to God. You just show what a jackass you are, okay? Stepping outside the fold, okay? You're the rogue sheep deciding, I'm going to get it on. I'm going to prove you wrong. Where no one has proved God wrong yet. Not one. Guys, 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 I say all of that. Look at all of that to just say these words. You matter to God. You've been chosen by God. You know who picked you? You're in seventh grade again, okay? And the prettiest girl in the whole school, the most popular girl, smells good, looks good, parents have all kinds of money, so she dresses nice, okay? Look it, she calls out your name. God called out your name. But not only did he call out your name, God wrote your name in the Lamb's Book of Life, okay? God is committed to you. He says, I knew you before you were ever born. I knew you in the womb. I knew you before the foundations of the earth. You matter to me your mind. Friends, can I just ask you this? Is there something that you really like? Look at, look at, look at, beside your kids and your wife and your family, okay? Is there something that God has blessed you with and you just really like it? It's not an idol. You just really, really, it brings you some kind of contentment, okay? Okay, look at, when God looks at you, he thinks the same thing. Okay? Sometimes it's a brand new sports car that you've really wanted for a long time, or sometimes it's your dream home. Okay? Sometimes it's that promotion, that title, okay? And, and those things in and of themselves aren't bad as long as God is number one in your life. But God looks at you and thinks, oh my goodness, that's my treasured possession. Okay? Look at, look at, that's my treasured possession. Guys, 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 God loves you just like you are. But again, He's not going to leave you like you are, okay? That's why God says, come as you are. You can't fix yourself up or clean yourself up, okay, enough to come to the throne room. But God says, here's the thing. If you will just say sorry for your sins, come as you are. I mean, the only prerequisite is repenting, okay, and believing, okay, and coming to God. God has not made it hard. Man has made it hard. Man makes you jump through the hoops, do this, 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 this. No, it's resting. And a lot of times when, I, when I'm giving, okay, counsel or I'm giving advice or I'm preaching the Word of God, it sounds like, well, if I do all these things, that's all I have to do. You can't do those things outside of Christ. Christ is always the prerequisite, okay, and understanding how He feels about me, okay, and no matter what I'm going through, if I know He loves me and he has my best interest at heart, okay, I can make it through. But if I think God's against me and God's mad at me, I'm hindered, okay? I'm hindered in my relationship and I really don't want to pray to someone that's mad at me because I don't want to get yelled at because we're so used to earthly people. But I'm telling you, your heavenly father is nothing like an earthly father or an earthly mother or anyone else that you attribute to God. God is perfect in all his ways and his heart is tender towards you. He is the prodigal son's father with his arms wide open running towards you, okay? And no matter what problems you're having, today and what addictions you have, okay? And no matter what's going on in your life, run back to God. And if you're already in his arms, squeeze him even tighter. Don't let go. I want you to realize this. I just want you to think about this. You are the chosen of God. God doesn't make mistakes. God doesn't make junk. Okay, nowhere in the Bible do you find God making junk. He doesn't make junk. He doesn't make any mistakes. He doesn't apologize. You realize Jesus his whole time on earth never had to come up to someone and say, hey, you know, I was mad and I said this, will you forgive me? Not one time did he have to apologize for a word he spoke, okay? And he's not gonna apologize for you. 
You matter. You're perfect, okay, because you're in Christ, okay? God will get you to the place that you need to get to, okay? You, you just, just need, need to acknowledge who you belong to, okay? And you need to what? Rest in that, okay? Take it easy, okay? Look at, look at, look at. Take it easy, okay? Don't, don't, some of you are so tightly wound, it's not even funny. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to rest, relax, okay? Rest and relax. Mess up, sin. Go to God. Don't do it again. Okay? Look at, look at, if you robbed a bank, repent of it. Just don't rob a bank again. That was a joke. Okay? You see what I'm look, at, look, at, look, 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 look. Don't rob banks. Guys, guys, guys. Do it through Christ and in Christ. God loves you. Okay? Honestly, God loves you. Okay? But God wants the best for you. Okay? And he's going to bring about that in your life. I hope that makes sense. Okay? And realize this. Matt loves you. Tracy loves you. And you are the chosen of who? What? You're the chosen of who? Say it! Say yes! Don't forget, you're the chosen of God, okay? And he's going to do it through you, okay? You're just along for the ride. Praise the Lord! Oh, Jesus, I love you. You really, really, Matt? Really, really. No, I mean, really, Matt? Hey, 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 really. I'm not kidding. Really, really. I'm just, you know what? You're in the roller coaster, and you're in the front seat, or you're in the back seat. It doesn't matter where you are on the roller coaster. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to go through those curves. It's going to do all these different things. You're going to enjoy the ride, okay? And then finally, it's going to go, it's going to stop, okay? You know what? You're going to want to get back on the roller coaster again. Here's the thing. God God's going to get you. He's going to get you through it, okay? Relax and trust in him. He loves you. Hey, this is Matt. Where? From the man cave.